Amen. Hallelujah. And, 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 and partly today, my message is partly that. And I wanted, I wanted to see and understand what this is all about. Say about you. What is this all about? This life, this life thing, what is actually going on? There's some people don't understand. Some Christians are confused sometimes. I believe, I do this, I fast, I do this, but still I don't understand. Am I talking to somebody here? Is it the question you ask yourself sometimes? And, and, and I believe that after this teaching, we will be able to understand some things. Amen? You know, sometimes when I talk, the devil answers me. Sometimes even when I'm not talking to him, he answers me. Oh, you look, look like, who, who is Lokuman or Satan? He probably may have came in. See, lava full is lava, man. Now you're thinking, why your neighbor brought you to a place where people talk to the devil? Now, I'm, I didn't say I'm, I'm, say I'm talking and then he answers. I, <laughs> this voice, this voice, and it's like, like I'm saying, are you here? I said, but why would you, I'm not why would the devil, it's like I'm thinking like, why would the devil enter a fight that he knows he's going to lose? You know, he answered me. He said, me, I'm the devil. Oh, somebody didn't hear that. He said, what? Me, I'm what? I'm the devil. I was like, now what is this? He said, I'm the, and he said, you know what he said? He said, I'm not like you human beings. I never fail to try. Mama, mama, say, you now will. I am not like humans. I never fail to try. Sometimes I desire things that the devil has that I could have, like this one. <laughs> never failing to try, isn't it? How many of us look at something and you, you give yourself no chance? And say, I'm not even trying. The devil enters something with a zero chance of winning it. He was defeated on the cross, but he will still come to you. Zero. He was embarrassed. Weapons taken. Adana nicks. But we are Zamazama. You know, even in this Zamazama, he still wins some fights. Ah, can I talk to somebody in the house? He still wins some. And he says, I'm not, I'm not human. Me, I never. I'm the devil. That's what all I do. I try. <laughs> all this thing you're crying about is the devil drying, yeah? Are you hearing what I'm telling you now? Yeah, just try. We're going to read a scripture and, and I believe that we're going, to, we're going to understand something here. One of the questions that I would ask sometimes is, when God promised Abraham a child, why did it take him 25 years? Forgive him. Why? I mean, he promised him. Why not give him now? Oh, please, God, if you promise something, please, I want it tomorrow. 
not 25 years. But why would he have to take 25 years? Have you asked yourself questions? Somebody say, yeah, but you have to be patient and so on. But yeah, somebody needs to see his faith. But what do you mean by faith? What do you mean? What is it that God saw that said, now is the time Isaac must come? When was that moment in this 25-year period? <laughs> and what was it? Did Abraham change over time? But what was it? Have you asked yourself a question? Why not five years? Why not ten years? Why not five months? Why was it necessary if it was faith to be tested over 25 years and not 25 hours? Can I talk to somebody here? Because answers to those questions is, will help you understand your faith. Is it making sense to someone here? It make you understand what? Your faith. Look at your neighbor, say neighbor, how long do you want to wait? Oh, how long have you been waiting, by the way? What is your neighbor saying? Huh? Long. What is long? Testimony 6 verse 12. Hallelujah. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. That's right, yes. Fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Say fight the good fight of faith. Fight what? Uh, can I talk to somebody? Do what? Say, fight the good fight of what? Of faith. Look at your neighbor. Say, fight the good fight of faith. Meaning that your life of faith is going to be a fight. Okay? And it must, it must be fought very well. Hallelujah. It's fight. Say, it's, 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 it's war. Say, it's what? Whoa. Continue reading. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh -huh. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. Now read it again. Fight the good fight of faith. Uh -huh. Lay hold on eternal life to which you were also called and have confessed the good confession in the presence of now, many witnesses. Now, this, etern this fight is about eternal life. Are you with me? It's about what? It's about eternal life. Say eternal life. Say eternal life. I cannot hear you. Say eternal life. So this fight of yours is about eternal life. Now, if I ask you what is eternal life, many of us will say the life after death. You know, at the end of it all, you are going to have this life forever with Christ and with God in heaven, which is good. Say about which is good. But eternal life goes deeper than that, okay? A good fight of faith has something to do with eternal life. Say eternal life. He continued to say, lay 
your hands on this eternal life. Say, lay hold of eternal life. So what is eternal life then? What is eternal life? Uh, let us hear the word of God describing and defining it. Jesus Christ himself in the book of John chapter 7. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. John chapter 17 verse 3. So John chapter 17 verse 3. Let, let's see him defining what it is, eternal life. John chapter 17 verse 3. Uh -huh. And this is eternal life. And this, say this, and this is eternal life. What is eternal life? Con uh, listen. That they may know you, mm -hmm. the only true God. Uh -huh. That they may know you, what? The only true God. Okay, so they may know you, the only true God. So Christ is praying and he says, this is what eternal life. And what is eternal life? Knowing God. Look at your neighbor. Eternal life is knowing God. I cannot hear you say eternal life, eternal life is knowing God. You can never understand the subject of faith until you understand eternal life. Are you here? You can never understand the subject of faith fully until you understand eternal life. Because you see, the devil plays with your minds, eh? Say never, the devil plays with our minds. If you don't know what is eternal or what is in the realm of the eternal, you'll be confused and waste your time in what is not eternal. In other words, things that don't matter. Can I speak to somebody here? Now, it says, knowing God is eternal. Say, knowing God is eternal life. Now, what is knowing God? What is knowing God? And if I ask many of you, you know, if you, if you know, do you know me? Do you know me? You, you know me. You know me. She knows me. Okay. Do you know me? Do you know me? Do you know me? You see, many people here think they know me. Do you know me? Do you know me? You do know me. Do you know me? He's so sure that he knows me. Do you, do you know me? Huh? Oh, no. Are you okay? You've been coming to church every Sunday for five years. And then you say you don't know me. I'm okay with He's an amazing man. He says he doesn't know me. He says he doesn't know me. And, 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 and many of us. You see, he's quite right. He's the correct answer. Or, or he doesn't know me. No one of you, none of you know me. You think you know me. That's the problem. And, and there are many Christians who think they know God. Hello. My family, my wife in particular, knows me. Yeah, my wife knows me. Why? Because she lives with me. Like 24-7. Hannah choice. Hannah choice. Even, even though she does not want to look at me, she'll look at me because I'm there. 
Am I talking to someone in the house? Because what? I'm there. Looks at me. So, okay. What can I do? She knows me so well that if, even when I preach, if, even what blesses you may not bless her because he knows me. She knows me. So now don't be surprised when she does not say amen. She says, ah, okay, let them say amen. But I know this guy. Can I talk to somebody here? You see, knowing means intimacy. Are you hearing me? You see, the Bible, and I think I mentioned this before, the Bible doesn't use the word know loosely. Like some of you, mental accent, mental, you know, intellectual knowledge. No. When the Bible said, tells us that Adam knew Eve, what happened next? Who knows what happened next? It says that very verse, Adam knew Eve, what happened? Cain happened. Cain appeared. It means that a baby was born. When the Bible uses knowing, it means it refers to intimacy, close intimacy with God. Now, it says eternal life is knowing God. Knowing God. Having intimate relationship with God. Now, if faith is laying... Now, when, when Paul uses fight in that in that uh, book of Timothy, the Greek word for that is agonizo, meaning struggling sometimes to a point of pain to get to something. Oh, Jesus, are you here? Meaning that the devil is going to oppose something in your life that has got something to do with eternal life. Can I talk to somebody here? The problem is this, that many of us are distracted by the gimmicks the devil is busy with in our lives, which have got nothing to do with eternal life. Hmm, Seneba, are you, are you here or you're losing him? The devil knows what matters the most for, to you and you don't even know it. And he will distract you from it with his very life. Many of us haven't seen what God has laid in store for us in eternity, in the, in the now. <laughs> we haven't seen it. We haven't even experienced it. And the devil yet fights that we must never see it and we must never know about it. Now, the Bible says that everything that pertains to godliness in our lives and everything that we need is already provided. What does it mean? It means that everything is in Christ. Christ is the answer for every question that you have in your life. Oh, can I, can I talk to somebody here? Christ is, and you will see today why Christ is. So what is going to be fought in your life more than anything is discovering Christ. 
Now, if you know Jesus, all your problems are answered. All your questions are answered if you know Jesus. Why? Because everything is in Christ. That's why the writer of Galatians says that I am crucified with Christ. So the life that I now live, I live by faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Christ lives and no longer I. Are you hearing me? In other words, Christ embodies everything that you ever desire in your life. So what is, do you think the devil is going to do? It's going to keep you away from knowing Jesus. Ah, oh, come on. Am I talking to somebody here? He will keep you in ignorance about Jesus. Now, as I said, many of us are being distracted by the many things that are bothering us around. I call them fires. The devil lights up fires and we run around like a fire extinguishers to put out fires in our lives. It happens here, it happens there, today is that, today is that, today is that. It's fine with him because it keeps us away from the real thing, which is knowing Christ. Are you hearing me? Look at your neighbor, say neighbor. What keeps you busy is actually side issues. Because knowing Christ is what is going to solve all your problems. Are you hearing me? That time with Christ. Now, the Bible says that scripture, all scripture talk about Jesus. Hallelujah. Let us go, I think it's again the same book of John. Let's, let's just find the scripture. Hallelujah. Are you here? Uh, let's, let's look first at Luke 24. We'll come back to uh, John 5, verse 24. Let's look at this. Uh, Luke 24, verse 27. And then after that, we will read 5:24. Luke 24, 27. Luke chapter 24, verse 27. Aha. Uh -huh. And beginning at Moses yes. and all the prophets. Yes. He expounded to them mm -hmm. in all the scriptures yes. the things concerning himself. Yes. You see, all scripture, say all scripture, from Genesis to Revelation, talks about Jesus. So, studying the word of God, studying the word of God is an attempt to know Jesus. Are you hearing me? Taking that Bible and reading it is the attempt for you to know who to start your relationship with Jesus. Are you, because says, all these things are speaking about me. That's what I'm saying to you. Some of you, we visit the Bible here and there and we think we know God. Are you hearing me? All scripture from Genesis to Revelation talk about who? Jesus. So if I want to know Jesus, I'm going to do what? I'm going to study the word of God. Are you hearing me? Now, that's where you are going to have fights. Look at the same name. That's where you're going to have fights. The fights that you have is not because people, whatever, whatever. The issue is you are distracted from the real thing, which is knowing Jesus. 
Can I talk to somebody here? You are distracted from what? The, the real thing, knowing Jesus. Yes. The moment you start to have a relationship, when you take, it to, when you take your Bible and you start reading and having nice time and quiet time, you know the devil looks at you. It's like you, you know, like a, 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 that a scorned lover or something like that. Somebody who has been dumped. Somebody who has been what? Somebody who has been dumped and he's seeing you with your new boyfriend or your new girlfriend and you say, I don't like what I'm seeing. I, ah, come on. Are you, did you come from this world? Hmm? Do you know the boyfriend-girlfriend stories? Oh, you are too holy for these things. Say never you, but you, you, I see you. Oh, not you, but you. Ah. You know, very, you can even continue the story. You know, you know this very well. Do you think that the devil likes it when you're busy with Jesus? Busy, I love you, Jesus. I say, okay, say, okay, fine. I'm going to put a fire. I'm going to light a fire somewhere. And then here you stop, wait. You go, you go, you, 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 you extinguish, you cause your fire extinguisher. When you are with your boyfriend or girlfriend and, and the ex, say neighbor ex, okay, ex, the ex, they are still called exes. And then your ex calls you when you are with your new boyfriend our boyfriend, and he says, can I, hey, you know what, 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 what? What will you say to, to your ex? Will you say, okay, will you, will you tell your, your, the new, okay, you call it the new or Mrs. New or what? What is the ex and then this one is what? Current, yeah, current, that's a nice one. You are with what current? Am I speaking the language you know? You are with who? Current, and then ex calls. Are you going to put current on hold and say, you, what you pick it up and say, you ex, listen here. Now are you going to say to your ex, oh, okay, 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 you're going to pick up and say, you must listen to me clearly, you ex. Never, ever again call me. Are you going to say that? Yeah. But what happens that in, when we have an attempt to have a relationship with Jesus because that's where eternal life is. He makes calls which draws our attention away from God. Okay, what? Now you are troubled. When you are trying, you know, many of you uh, 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 make decisions. Okay, from now I'm going to have time with Jesus. I'm going to have time with God. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put some. Say, Jesus, I mean, devil is listening. What? How can I allow that? And then he starts moving because you are also moving to a place where he doesn't want you. And then he breaks out things that will distract you and you go. And you go. When you are done, you are tired. Are you, are you here? Yeah. When you have decided that I'm going to be in church, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm going to wake up this time of the night, you're going to do this, look at the disruptions. You will never get there. 
When you get there, you are finished. When you get there, you are finished. It's like you are saying, Jesus, I love you. Thank you very much. I want to sleep now. Am I talking to somebody here? You know, the devil has given us so much to do that we don't have God, time for God. You know, somebody draw my attention to, to, to something that happens that many a times when we say we are praying and we are busy fighting the devil in our prayers, it's like he has given us our, the, the agenda. Hello? It's a list of the demonic activities in our lives. That's our prayer. Can I talk to somebody here? Yeah. Now, if, if, if we can be distracted by that, the devil is fine. Don't you wonder why your prayers are not so effective? I must just ask you. Why? Are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? It's because he does so much in our lives that he becomes a focus of attention. And he loves it. Tell your neighbor, he loves it. Can I speak to somebody in the house? He does what? He loves the attention that we give him. Not, not Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So your life. Now, we know that God has given us every promise. Now, when, when God gives you a promise, look at it, when God gives you a promise, it's not something he's going to do, by the way. It's something he has already done. I want you to understand what faith is all about. Some of us think that faith moves God. Say, never really? Faith that moves God. You know, you get people on, on YouTube, faith that moves God. What is that? You know that God moves before he gave you the faith? Hey, faith is believing what God tells you. How can then you move God by your faith? Hey, say, never hey. What are people telling us now? You must have faith, the kind of faith that moves God. God is never being moved by small things like mustard seed. No. Are you hearing me? God has already moved. That's why you have the things to believe. Oh, Jesus Christ. He gave, he gave Abraham Isaac the day he promised him. Uh, can I talk to somebody in the house? He gave him the day promise. He's not going to think about it. He's not going to, have to check you out. Oh, you know what? Can I give him? Can I? Oh, today he messed up. No. Hmm. He gave you the day. That's what the Bible says. That in Christ, God gave us everything pertaining. Everything that you desire is there already. But it is in another realm. And only faith transports you to a place. God doesn't come to you. You have to go to him. You have to go where things are. Some people will tell you that you move, when you move your address, you can't get things delivered to you. Okay, you think things get delivered. No, you go to where they are by faith. It transports you to a place.
Why took Abraham 25 years? Yeah, yeah, that's the transport. It took, took him that way. But you know, God will grant, will call it faith when he suddenly see you appears where things are. Mamela, I don't know how to put this so that you understand what I'm saying. Now, listen. I'm going to put this phone here. All right, let me put this phone here. Right. Come here, young man. I want you to go get, I want to give you a phone. Do you want a phone? Are you praying for a phone? Yes. Has he been asking for a phone? He has got the phone, but keeps on wanting. I see. I know they do have phones. At this age, you will have a phone, but he wants a phone. He always wants. You want a new version? Which one do you want? Fourteen Pro. What is that? Fourteen Pro. The iPhone. iPhone fourteen Pro. Is it there? Does it exist? Huh? No, I, I, I don't think he won, but he's... I know, don't worry. I know, I know, I, you know, I want to use an example and then I hear, ask him about the phone. <laughs> now, are you hearing me? Now, you young man, you want, you want, what? iPhone 14 Pro. It's not like, it's like 13 grand or some 30 grand, 30,000. It must be there. 30,000. Please don't fight. This man has got faith. Don't fight him. Say, no, but that's your problem. Don't fight him. He didn't say anybody must go and buy it for him. Say, I love Antoine. He didn't say, he didn't say, no, he says he just wanted. Don't interfere with his faith, isn't it? Can I talk to somebody in the house? Say never, that's my faith. Why charge I would I don't have this, I don't have, but I want this. Isn't it what we do? Leave the guy, leave the guy, leave the guy. So you want which one? <laughs> 14 Pro, iPhone 14. Yeah. Wait a minute. I said leave this guy alone. Leave him. Whether it's 50,000, 100,000, it's his baby, it's his problem. So that's yours. Say about your no is your no. It's not this man. He believes what? He was going to get what? An iPhone. iPhone. You say it's an iPhone. Now listen, I want to I wanna demonstrate something. You see, that one is not an iPhone. Okay, it's not an iPhone. But it will depend what you do to connect with what's happening there. Okay? It depends. Now I want you to go there. I want to demonstrate something. I want you to go there. But don't go straight there. Go wherever you want to go, take your time, go, go, go outside, look outside to even forget about you. When you're done, finally get there. All right? Are you hearing what I'm saying? Finally get there. That phone, I'm giving you the phone, okay? But when I give you the phone, there's a place where I put it that you, you must come and get, but it is already released from me. It is in your name. It is in your name. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? 
So now, faith is believing that indeed God is faithful to do what he said he will do. That's number one. That's number one. Are you hearing me? So now, here's the thing. I want, I want, I want to, to be clear here. Don't be concerned, but don't be confused. Don't call things that are your minds and your ideas God's promise. Number one, God's promise is the word of God. That's number one. I taught this, find my teachings on this. Ne? Number one is that one. Number two is this. God will speak to you directly. It's still the word of God. Because your faith must be based on something you have heard. For faith comes by hearing. Hebrews chapter 11. It comes by what? By hearing and hearing what? The word of God. So God can speak with you or he can speak what? He can speak, he can speak to you directly. But you see, to avoid this deception, what he tells you must be checked against what it is known, which is the word of God. I taught on that. Are you hearing what I'm, I'm telling you? So whatever you had, make sure that it is God's word. It's not just, you know, believe something. Many people say, I believe, but what do you really, I believe God is going to do this, but where is it coming from? Is it just your desires and your greed and what motivates you to say you, God wants to give you this? Say never, that's, a, that's another issue. So this young man will believe that God wants to give you a form. You're not twisting God's hand. We believe that God is giving him what? God promised him a form. Hallelujah. Some of you, God promised you a wife, but hey, you have been waiting for a wife. I'm going to put a wife here just now. You... So now, are you listening to this? Hallelujah. So young men, I want you to go and get what I promised you, which is what? A phone. I've promised him that I'm giving you a phone. All right? But you won't get it. Even if you go straight to it, it will take a couple of seconds. It's not going to happen now. But in the spirit, you know, a second can be one year. Am, am, am I talking to somebody here? Do you understand what's going on in your life? In other words, it will all be well. Say, neighbor, come on, it is always going to be well in your life. It's going to be well. Amen. Now, I want you to go. I want you to go around there, and then I want to show you something. Go around there. You can even pass if you want. Go there. Come here. Come. Come, come. Do that work. I, now, this is, this is a life of faith. You see what he's doing? He's on the journey. He's already on this journey of faith, okay? But he is not there yet, but he's on a journey. To him, he's not accredited as faith yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's not until something happens. Hallelujah. Your faith will culminate on the day that you see what God has promised you. In this world. Hallelujah. For Abraham, it was accredited to him righteousness 
when he believed God until the end. Are you, are you hearing me? Now, faith, faith finally comes to the culmination of faith when you finally show up where your promise is. And it took Abraham 25 years to finally come to where Isaac was. Oh, can I talk to somebody here? Now, take it. This is faith in God. The culmination of what he believed. Oh, can I, can I, can I talk to somebody? That's why when he would, he, would, he would rebuke his disciples when they did not see what they believed and he rebuked them and he said, have faith. Why didn't we take out these demons? He said, you little, little faith. Have faith in God. Have faith. In, have faith. Are, you, are you listening to me? Have faith. But they thought they believed. Many of us think we believe. But until we show up where every promise of God is, that has not been credited as faith yet. You are believing. You not, have not walked in the... Fighting the fight of faith is winning, pushing through and breaking through until you see your foe. Give God a hand of praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. Now listen so when God promised something, his promise is yes and it is now. Are you, are, you, are you hearing me? So when he promised something, he gives you now. So whatever God promised you is already there. Look at your neighbor, it's already there. The problem is the journey there. I'm telling you, people of God, how do we fight now? You get so tired along the way, you hear voices that it's not going to happen. Hallelujah. But you must push and fight against what you're hearing. Can I speak to somebody here? Yeah. Whether it's Job or his wife, or whether it's Sarah, Abraham's wife, why is it always wives? Say, so you really want to marry? Are you hearing me? Hallelujah. Who will have suggestions, isn't it? It's not going to work. Leave this God. Are you hearing me? Kiss him or help him. You know, get Ishmael. Let's get this thing. Let's sort it out. Hallelujah. God promised you a big church, isn't it? Yeah, I promised a big church. So do something. You know, do something because, you no, know, do a festival, do a music festival. You know what I mean? See, a lot of people will come. Invite a well known artist. Hmm. You'll see your church will be full. Ah, yeah, yeah. Say never. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Full of what? Uh, it will be full of, of, of people who, who wants entertainment.
Can I talk to somebody? When your promise looks like it's taking long, what do you do? What do you do? You fight. Hallelujah. You do what? You fight. You fight because on your way there, you're going to get so many things that will discourage you. Yourself. I'm getting, time is not on my side. This, that, 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 that. Who knows what I'm talking about? Time is not on my side. Is that a popular one? Let me see those who, who once felt time is not on my side. Let me see them. Oh, many of you, you don't have time issues. You're growing younger. Hallelujah. It's like, hey, you know what? Time, time is not on my side. Things are, you know, things. Yeah. And then you'll find ways to get things, to speed things up. That is why many of us, it can take longer. Because you get to Bosara that will suggest something else and then you go, you run with it and then it does not work. It gives you problems. You go back to the God's original plan for your life. Look at your neighbor. What else have you tried in your life? And then came back to the same road. Are you hearing me say, this road is familiar. I've been here before. So look at your neighbor say, it is you who will make it look long. Do not blame God that it took Abraham 25 years. No. Cannot be God. It was all with Abraham. That's why some of us, we want to make Abraham a a reason why things should be delayed in our lives to, for 25 years. But the truth is that it is a journey, yes, but whether it's 25 years or one month, really, no one can tell. But what is important is that unless you come to where God has provided things for you, it cannot happen. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody here? This eternal life is everything that God has desired and planned for your life in this world and even in the world to follow. There are things that God wants to be part of your life. They are there. Already they are there. But you see, only faith. You see, salvation... Salvation is like buying a ticket, but, you know, and, and when you are, and, and, but, you know, when you talk about faith, it's really getting on the plane and going where things are, where you're supposed to be. There are many people who never experience anything beyond salvation. But they don't get onto the plane and take this journey to where God wants them to be, which is the life that God desires of them. If you knew, you'd stop even asking God for anything. Then start to see what is there for you. The closer you know God is, the closer you get to your promises. Can I talk to somebody here? 
The closer you walk with God is the closer you will get to every promise that God has for you. You don't even know. That's what I'm saying to you. If we knew, we would even stop asking. Because you will realize that you are asking under. Because some of us will look at this young man and say, Ah, young man, hey, iPhone what? 14 what? Hey, man. We, we just... We're just trying to get food for today, man. Are you hearing what I'm telling you? We're trying to do what? Just get ends meet. We're trying to make ends meet. Now here you come. What if this young man knows, saw what God is able to do for him? Amen. May nothing ever stop you from what you have really seen in the realm of the Spirit for yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you listening to this? These are things that already exist. They are there with God and just for you to extend your faith. Of course, there are demonic things and attacks and all that. You have heard that God said that is finished in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. But for now, don't settle for anything less. You come, it will happen. Hallelujah. It will happen. I know the plans that I have for you, so says the Lord. I know the plans that I have for you, so says the Lord. Every single one of them, it is granted and it is there. Amen. He, will, he does not promise you and think about it that it will happen tomorrow. It is done. I say it is done. It is done. Our prayer is that we must fight to get there. Are you hearing me? We must fight to do what? To get there. Some of the fights will come from you yourself. Amen? You see, now because of time. You see, Paul uses the, 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 the example of a fight or a race or anything like that. It's because there are so many things you can learn from that. When you are, when you are running in a race... It's different when you're fighting in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a boxing fight or a boxing ring. It's different. When you're running a race, you're running against yourself. Forget other people. Amen? You are the first person that you must conquer. Why am I saying that? Your body is going to tell you you're tired. Are you hearing me? So you have to conquer all that with you first, even before the devil and other people come into your life. The biggest thing that is going to put you down is yourself. Look at anybody, it's yourself. Because it is yourself that will tell you, no, it has been long, it has been even before the devil speaks to you. Put down, you know, uh, uh, you have to suppress and declare that voice, null and void in your life. Hallelujah. Are, are you hearing me? Yes. As you know, in a race, you must also make sure that you lose weight. Say that, but you must lose weight. You must do what? You can't run with a weight. Losing weight talks about unnecessary things in your life that you must get rid of. Unnecessary baggage. Are you here? Sin, unfaithfulness, but anything that's just useless in your life, you must just shake it off. Tell your neighbor, just shake it off. 
There are a lot of people in your life that are just there around you, just taking your time, and you feel, oh, I'm Am I talking to somebody? They just, they just like hanging around you, hanging, hanging. They literally hang. It's but they are hanging. Not hanging around, they're hanging on you. When they finally leave, you're finished. You feel, I'm exhausted. I'm like, oh, Lavavant. They've taken everything out of your life. You must get rid of such. Get rid of that. that that's how you start to prepare for your, for your, for your race. Hallelujah. Of, for this. Are you hearing me? Exercise is still preparation. Now, listen to me, careful people, uh, people of God, and I'll, I'll mention two other things, and then we are done. Exercise is part of preparation. What is exercise? Are you here? Exercise of faith is basically meaning that believe God in small things first. No one goes to the gym and pick up a 50 kilogram dumbbell day one. Can I talk to somebody here? I've seen them though, they are there. I've seen them. They break themselves. They see me. I've been there for, for, for what? For, for one year, two years, and I'm like, I'm like picking this thing like it's nothing. You know what I mean? And they're like day one. Are you here? Day one, he picks up. The, the 2.5, and he realized, oh, this is a waste of time, eh? And then he goes to 10, he goes to 15. Next thing, you don't see him anymore in the gym. You know what has happened, isn't it? Are, are, you, are, are you here? You just know what has happened, isn't it? You don't even have to ask. It's, I, I used to come here. Oh. Hallelujah. You go 2%, but you 2.5, then 3 then 3.5, then about, ah, every, there's a reason why there are those weights. You think they're just wasting, no, there's a reason why there's 0.5. One, point what, what, it's for you. Hallelujah. It's for who? It's for you. Small things, small things, small things. Are you, are you hearing me? Believe God in small things and see them happen. Yes! Wow! So God works. Indeed, the word of God works. You can tr trust him for something big. Until one day, you, you can go and, and pick up that 50 kilogram. That is like believing God for something bigger in your life. Can I talk to somebody here? Are you, are you, are you still here? Do you love Jesus Christ? So increase... Increase, increase, increase. There's nothing that replaces time. Time with God. I do struggle. And, 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 and the reason why I struggle, I know, is because sometimes I get distracted and chase the things that the devil wants me to chase. And when I'm speaking to you, I'm speaking to myself as well. Are you hearing me? I'm not some superman or anything. But you see, some time back I prayed to God and I said, Lord, how much time is enough time with you? Have you ever asked, wondered? Okay, we say we must spend time with God. 
And when we say spend time with God, knowing this Jesus, it's not going there with a list of things and asking God for 110. No, it's just say, Jesus, I love you. And read the word, wait, meditate. Jesus Christ says, you Pharisees, search scriptures thinking that in them there is eternal life. Hallelujah. Why is he saying that when, when the Bible itself talks about him who is eternal life? The reason is simple. Are you here with me? It's because if you read the Bible and walk away, you're living with some, nothing. But if you read and wait and hear what he wants to say to you about what you have just read. So that takes time, isn't it? Are you here? That takes time. And I pray to God and say, Lord, how much time is it's enough? And that's been years now. And he said to me, give me 10% of your time. And I went back and I calculated what is 10% in a day. I found that it's two hours, 24 minutes. Some of you thought you were giving God enough time. Say never. Did you hear that? Two hours what? That's something you can go and judge yourself against. Two hours, 24 minutes. In our busy schedule. Hey, let me tell you something. Tithe of anything works in such a way that the 10 protects the 90. Hello? What does it mean then? It means that if you, if you, if you give God 10% of that time, the rest of the time becomes productive. More productive than you can imagine. Two hours, to, and when I say two hours, 24 minutes, we don't mean the time you are, you are just having God in your mind, in your spirit, no. Uh-uh. When I speak to my wife, and she's speaking to me, and I'm busy on my computer, and she's talking to me, and say, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hearing, and I'm busy. Do you think she's convinced that I'm hearing? She wants me to stop. So, so what I'm saying is not important. So what do you mean? I can hear you, say, but you understand what I mean? Are you here? Or oh, who knows what I'm talking about? So, you are, so you're ignoring me? No, I can, I'm listening. So, some, people, some people think men cannot multitask, isn't it? Huh? So I can be listening and still working. No, you're not listening. You stop stopping. Hallelujah. And listen. So this is the time when you don't do anything else but just God and you. Two hours, 24 minutes. And I want to leave you with a challenge today that when you go home, you know, say from today, I'm going to give God two hours, 24 minutes of my time. And I'm going back personally to those times and I've recommitted my life that that is the time that I will spend. And I remember when I used to do that, my life was something else. God has got no favorites. He has put his principle down. Whoever obeys them, you will benefit. Some people think, say, God loves other people. He has put his principles. Anyone who goes and do it, you will benefit. Can I talk to somebody here? Are we going to dedicate this time to God?
Who says I'm going to give God two hours, 24 minutes of my time from today? Let me see those hands. Hallelujah. Oh, you're going to see things happen. You're going to see things happen in your life. Your time is going to multiply and you won't understand how. Hallelujah. A principle of 10% is a good principle in everything you do. Not just money. Am I talking to somebody here? Am I talking to somebody here? Now, without knowing God, there's no eternal life. Because eternal life is knowing Him. And what is an eternal life is everything that you need to live in this world according to God is there. And all provided for is there. Is there. The closer we get to Christ is the more we shall see it. And we shall experience it. I don't know how I would feel one day when I go to heaven and I'm, I'm showed what kind of life I could have lived. Look at the neighbor, say neighbor, I don't know how I would feel. When I go to heaven and they show me, is this? This is the life that was given for you, to you. We can see your prayer, it's fine. Are you hearing me? But here is the life that you're supposed to live. Amen. We must pray in tongues, yes. But after praying in tongues, just keep quiet and hear what they were saying. What was being said in these tongues that we've been busy with for 20, 30 minutes? Just... Sometimes when I'm alone and I pray like in spirit and I keep quiet, it's like I'm getting interpretation for myself of what I've just said in tongues. Hello? Because in times like those, God wants to speak to you. He wants you to... It's a communication. Many of us, we sharper tongues, sharper tongues out there, those sharper tongues. You don't even know what you have said and what is being said in response. Eternal life is knowing God. Look at the neighbor, eternal life is knowing God. Anyone who does not point you to Jesus, he doesn't like you. He wants to use you. Anyone who keeps this secret from you, he wants to use you. He has got no interest in you. I was telling this person and I said this, that the problem is that some of us, we have made a word of prophecy, everything in our lives. Kuri, your life is, is, in, is hanging on a prophecy. Hey, mo profeta witi. Kuri, your life is there. Are you hearing me? Your life is where? Is there. Hmm. You know what is the problem? Is that we have made the word of prophecy the word of God. Uh-uh. 
No. A word of prophecy must confirm the word of God. Okay. Are we hearing? Are we hearing this, Bazalan? There's everything for you. Oh, great life. Some of you have already put one foot there. You have seen something. Hey, but there is so much. There's so much for you. Forget all this demonic thing and devil doing what, 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 what. Without that, you have got a great life. Hallelujah. You've got a great life in Christ Jesus. Beautiful things. Beautiful family. Beautiful everything. The things that he desires for you are beautiful things. They are there with him. Fight that faith and lay hold to this eternal life. Fight it. Shake everything off. Exercise. Grow in your faith. One day you will show up where the promise is and God will say, what a faith. What a faith. When you lay hold your hand on that thing, wow, God will be pleased. What do you think the Bible means when it says that, uh, uh, you know, without faith it's impossible to please God? What does it mean? It means you never show up to his promises. You never stretch out that hand to receive what he's giving you. That's why he's not pleased, because this is for you. How can he be pleased when he's releasing things and the child is busy walking around, crying there, eh, this God, oh, when is he going to do things? Is God. Do you think God is standing by? Do you think God is pleased making noise out there when the stuff is here? Oh, this child, come here. No, this God is faithful. God, this God, oh no. Who lelin how? Say never. Did you hear that? You're busy making noise far from God. So, pay the price of coming closer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We must stop just accepting things as they are. We must fight. Are you hearing me? That's the last thing I want to tell you. We must fight. Things that suddenly happen in your life, and you can see, oh, 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 wait a minute. I was supposed to do this, and what is this? Don't just accept that's how life is. Suddenly at work, he's so busy. Say, why, why today? In the oh, because when I we say tonight, you're going to have time with Jesus. Yes. That's the problem. But we just move on. Suddenly, the car just has something that gives you a headache. Lauro, that's all you're thinking about. Somebody must begin to say, I don't care. Car or without car, I'm going to have time. I don't even care even if I have to walk. I don't even care. The devil has given you an agenda to focus on for the rest of the week. No. So you must know, neighbor. You must fight. No, do not accept it. You have a program to be with God. Anything else is a distraction. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you here? 
Sometimes it happens when I say, ah, this one, this time I'm going to do that. Suddenly I get called at work. Suddenly there are some emergencies. I have to go. When I come back, I'm finished. I'm, are you hearing what I'm saying? Say never you must fight. You must do what? You must fight. You know, we don't realize, you know, suddenly, you know, as a doctor, for instance, you know, emergency means somebody got involved in an accident. Can you imagine that the devil can go to the extent of causing an accident so that you come out of the opposition to go and attend to it? Hey, say never, hey. There was a day when my daughter called me. She was working in casualty. I mean, people were coming in like, it's like, are you hearing me? And he said to me, no, we got to pray. He said, no, we got to pray. He said, this is not like this. We are not even half the day. He said, no, 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 no. It was around festive. But he says, this is abnormal. And we prayed. Okay, let's pray. Suddenly, because she's sensitive, she can discern. She says, suddenly I felt a shift in the spirit, really, in the atmosphere. <laughs> Immediately, cars stopped coming in and bringing people. Immediately. Stop. <laughs> How many of us just accept to flow with things? Flow. What can we do? What can we do? Lena, ah, say never. The devil must stop determining a program of your life. Stand on your feet and say, No! I will not pray against this again. I will not do this again. I will not, I will not put you in my prayer list again, you Satan. Do you hear me? No. more. When are you going to, get to, going to get to the real things in your life? eternal life issues with Christ it starts with your time with him fight for that time tell your neighbor fight for it hallelujah some of us we get new jobs and when you take a look at this new job you've been playing into your life was like getting better with Christ ne? you get a new job am I talking to somebody you are happy that you're going to get money you know how much the devil had to pay for you to The devil sponsored your move. Can I talk to somebody here? And then what do you do? You are happy. Oh, the new job paying well. This job is going to make, you're going to work more hours. You're going to be more tired. But it's more money, yes. What is better for your life? Something that gives you more money or something that brings you closer to God. I want to find out from you. How do you choose things in life? Are you here? What matters to you the most? Is this life in God or it is life in the world? Hey, are you hearing what I'm saying? So let's just not be excited. My life is moving this way. Next thing, you're no longer in church anymore. They got you. If the devil will sponsor such a move, it means what you are leaving behind is something better. 
far better than where you are going. So before we get excited, a new job, a new job, hey, Seneva, wait a minute. What is going on here? Don't allow anything that takes you from the presence of God and the time of God. Because in that there is life. Look at your neighbor, in there there is life. Far better than what this world can give you. Don't allow anything that steals your time with God. No matter what it is. Don't allow it. Are you here? Are you here? Say to your neighbor one more time. Say neighbor. Don't allow anything that takes you away from God. Especially your time with God. Now, lastly, Jesus, Jesus died for you. A symbol of how much he loves you. And how much he wants the best for you. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? If anything that you can doubt in life is not that one, God cares for you. And he loves you. And he's faithful. You do anything, you stop at nothing to make sure that your faith is not disappointed. Even though you feel so weak sometimes, but hey, God still believes that you can do it. You can get there. If it was possible for him to bring things to you, but it's not possible, he has released them. Hallelujah. He has done what? He has released them. They are in his presence. In any case, anything that comes from God that is experienced outside him will kill you. The knowledge of God ensures continued survival and existence. That is why to a child of God, there are things, to somebody who's not born again, there are things that are supposed to be blessings, but they are curses because they destroy them. But not so with a child of God. When you get to that place, you know what it means? It means you yourself have changed. That's what I'm saying. You can't move God, you move yourself. By the time you get there, you yourself, you are changed completely. Amen. Hallelujah. Abraham, he was tempted like that because there was a weakness. I know we blame Sarah too much. We blame Sarah too much. We don't want to touch Abraham. How can, who wants to touch Abraham? Yeah, you do. You can't touch Abraham. You can't do that. But he himself showed weakness in that moment. Yeah. He learned certain things afterwards and he grew. Got better and better until he arrived where Isaac was, where the promise was given. Don't give up. Don't give up. I say, don't give up. Don't give up. At the right moment when you are ready, 
Now, at the right moment when you are ready, your promise is also ready. It's with God. Let's not run after men and women and all that. No, run to God. What God will give you will be forever. It will be eternal and it will bless you. What men will give you will be temporary. There's eternity with God. Are you here, children of God? Let's go to him. Tell him, but let's go to God. Let's go to God. And finally, I know that before, on your way there, God will continue to comfort you. He won't leave you alone. He'll continue to send his angels to comfort you, to minister to you until you get there. But don't settle for anything less. You must get your iPhone. Say never get your iPhone. Get your iPhone 14 Mama Pro. I remember now, 14 Pro. Hallelujah. Say, I'm going to get my iPhone 14 Pro. I don't care what you say, neighbor. I know it's there with Jesus. I'll push. Congratulations. Amen. Did you hear what the, the Word of God is saying about us? Did, did you hear something? I know this is not the way faith is taught anywhere else. Sorry about that. But and I, when I, I just come and talk about I, I believe God wants to tell you. Hallelujah. To change your lives. Amen. Say, I will lay hold on this eternal faith, eternal life which is in Christ.